Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode. Warning, it's going to be rambly. We've got a lot to talk about. It's going to be some updates, some things going on, but mostly I'm going to be talking about 75 hard challenge and why I never said that women shouldn't do 75 hard challenge. As soon as I talked about it on my Instagram, some people were like, hey, didn't you say that women shouldn't do 75 hard? And I'm like, I didn't say that. I talked about the situations, the circumstances, the mindset, and making sure that you're not doing more harm to your body for the sake of doing a challenge or doing it for extreme an extreme weight loss type of situation. So we're going to be rambling about all the things today, but I first do want to let you know that Feminine Edge Collective is still open for enrollment. We would love to have you join in on the community if you want to learn more about syncing with your cycle, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, all of the things the the foundation is in there what is going to be going on in the community upcoming is additional and bonus and exclusive to the community this month we have been talking about late luteal i created an amazing late luteal masterclass and guide for the ladies in the community to make sure that that week before your period is no longer just like a, the struggle bus for you mentally physically and emotionally right and in the month of September, we're going to be talking about productivity. We're going to have a really great time block, time blocking class on it. I'm going to be talking about productivity and your cycle, our Bible study, our community coaching. And I really got to map out what the community is going to be like for the rest of the year based on the conversations that I'm having with the members. I'm going to rant on Feminine Edge um, Collective because it has been exactly what I wanted a community to be. It is off social media. There is so much valuable insight and information in there. And there is that like little community component, but it's not overwhelming. You get into the app, you check in on what you haven't um, learned or absorbed yet. You can go in there as it works best for you and your schedule. And there's, you also see the other ladies in there kind of commenting and sharing, but it's not too much. You know what I mean? And this is a membership and I just want to invite you to try it for one month and see what your $25 a month gets you. And then you can make the determining factor from there. If it is um, worth, if you see the value in it, I believe in my heart that you'll be like, oh my gosh, this is just so much. It is so everything for this pricing. And my business coach actually was like, no, you don't want to have that type of cancellation policy. And just my own ethic was like, no, like if you try it for the month, you see what is in there. And then you make that determining factor on if this is for you or not, you can cancel at any time. That is my cancel cancellation policy as of right now, because I want you to see how life-changing this can be for you. All right. Um, so, so cool. Anyways, we'll move on from Feminine Edge Collective because I could literally talk about it all the time. This community has become exactly, exactly what I imagined and wanted it to be. And I would just love to have more of you ladies coming in there to learn how to sync with your cycle, grow in your faith, and um, have a supportive and healthy community to lean on. Especially like a lot of the questions that I get in our coaching Q&As are just like real life everyday moments and I'm not the only one chiming in on on things and it's just cool it's just so cool so 
Um, as you guys know, I broke my pinky finger. I am cast free. So it's been like almost four weeks since I broke it and it's still pretty sensitive. I still have to be careful with it when it comes to the type of break that I have. Um, a break heals from the outside of the bone and then heals the inside. So it heals from the outside and then goes inward. So the outside edges have healed pretty nicely, but it's still not fully healed, still pretty swollen, still pretty tender, but um, the cast had to come off because we needed to get my hand moving. <laughs> and I have a splint, but I haven't really been wearing it. But it's it's been... It's been a blessing in disguise, but I also want to say there were times where I was really annoyed and frustrated with it, okay, in all honesty, but it was a blessing in disguise in the sense of in the everyday rhythms and routines that I have set that have made things so systematic for me that have made things run really smoothly, I let a lot of those go to the wayside, which a change of place, a change of pace, a change of routine often leads to some really, really good things. And this put me out of my routine and was starting 75 hard. Like I, I really revamped my day to day in a drastic way, if that makes sense. And so I got great ideas for Feminine Edge Collective. I also you know, took the time to do some of the trainings that I've signed up for and like meant to do myself. Like I do, I have that all the time. So I spent a lot of time learning. I spent a lot of time visualizing in my mind, like I'm such a pen to paper person, but visualizing things out in my mind first and like really internally going deep with the questions that I had for myself it was, it was really, really good. I got some great ideas and things, some different things to focus on, um, got out of my comfort zone or my regular rhythms and routines, which has its positives and negatives because now I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't sent out like weekly emails or, you know, podcasting was, wasn't even really possible because the way that I edit my, how my hand was casted it like my cast kept hitting my laptop and it would frustrate me so bad to just like try to get something done but it was happening four times longer because of the errors I was having and I just gave myself grace of like this is a moment this is a moment this is not forever right which leads into talking about 75 hard and um I want I am on day 17 and I'll talk about the positives if I complete it, which the if situation, some people are like, don't say if you got to commit or you're not going to make it all the way through. You know what? My life is not going to end if I don't complete the challenge for full 75 days, but I'm just taking it one day at a time and I'm dang proud of myself for every day that I have made it work. So first workout, um, I'm following the program lift more, which I was so excited to do. I love lift four. It's a five day a week workout split and you work a different muscle group every, like each workout is a different muscle group. So you're not over exuding your body, which I want to just emphasize is very important. It is very important to not 
over exercise because of this challenge if you're doing something like a program like this or a traditional type of body weight training split you aren't working every single muscle group every single day so it has time to rest and to recover saturdays um, have been my 45 minute mobility work i follow the 645 program for that and then sunday has been kind of my free-for-all and like last sunday i did um, 20 minutes of Pilates and then 20 minutes of line dancing. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm just going to rant on this. When we went to Nashville in March, I was in awe of the line dancing situation where a song would just play. And, you know, we were at mostly bars. We didn't go to any specific line dancing bars, but for people to just come together and people had different styles and it was just Like you could tell all these people were strangers, but because they knew the same dance, they were all just having so much fun together. So I have learned two line dances. I learned Shivers by Ed Sheeran and Watermelon Crawl. (laughs) And it has been so fun. I absolutely love it. If I'm being honest, when it comes to the part in Lift More when they're doing hit, because a lot of the hit moves or the ab moves are in plank and I cannot do that. I couldn't do that with my cast. I couldn't do that with my hand currently. So I would have my headphones in and do my hit or my cardio be line dancing. And I have absolutely loved it. It has been so much fun, something really cool to learn. Dance has always been just something that I love to do, dance and music. And so I've been incorporating dance and music into my workouts with this. And it has brought me so much joy and so much energy. And I absolutely love it. Second workout has been walking outside. And based on where I'm at in my cycle, sometimes those walks are at a faster pace and some of those walks are at a slower pace. I'm not paying attention to how far I go or how fast I am going. I'm getting in my 45-minute walks. I do want to start doing some rollerblading or bike riding now that I have my cast off. But just the simplicity of walking right now has felt so good. I listen to a podcast, I voxer with my friends, or I, you know, listen to music, whatever it is. And it has just been so great. Getting outside, I think, has made a big, huge difference in my mood and my energy, especially when I'm working from home and I'm inside and then I go get my kids and we're home and all of that stuff. So I think just getting outside has been so good for my soul. I can't describe it. I can't describe it. It has just been so, so good. And I know if I finish 75 hard, it'll be around the beginning of October and it'll start to get cold here. And I won't, I mean, I know I should get outside even when it starts getting a little bit more chilly to, so to get the benefits of the fresh air and being outside and all of the things, but we, we will, we will see, but I'm just taking it day by day. The 10 pages of reading wasn't necessarily hard for me to do because I was, I already had that type of thing implemented in my life when it came to having devotionals and being in the MLM industry. The, that's such a positive about it with the personal development books. And I have been reading Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. And emotional intelligence was something that I was even searching for podcasts or other books 
talking about emotional intelligence, but I think this book is top notch for all of that because she goes into depths of each individual emotion. And I know for me growing up, it was like you had your core emotions of like happy, sad, angry, but there's emotions are way more complex than that. And understanding them has been such a gift. It has been really cool. Um, the cool thing about Atlas of the Heart is it is very visually beautiful to read. And I think that makes the 10 pages fly by and I really have enjoyed it. Okay. So this is the part where some people would be like, Joel, you're not technically doing this, but for me and me being a certified nutritionist, it counts. Okay. Drinking a gallon of water a day. Now I have a jug that is a gallon of water and I make sure that I do finish that gallon of water every single day but here is my caveat I have a shake a day pretty much a shake every single day and I have one two two sometimes yeah one or two servings of supplements a day and I do like making my energize with a lot of water so I count that when I am making my Energize and I'm filling up my blender bottle, I use that gallon jug. So I'm not drinking an additional amount of water. I am counting my supplements um, as my hydration. I've been really loving Energize. And so when I say supplements, what are those? So Energize in the morning, and I usually, you know, a blender bottle is like what? 20 something ounces. So I've get 20 ounces with that when I drink my Energize. And then in the afternoon, especially on the hot, hot days, I've been loving Element. So it's L-M-N-T and it is for um, hydration and minerals, I believe. And I've really been liking that. And I make that with a huge like Hydra flask. So that gets watered down quite a bit, but it does give it some flavor. And then if I'm making my Shakeology, I'm usually adding eight to 10 ounces of water on that. So I'm not drinking a gallon of water in in addition to the liquids that I am consuming. And here's why I stand by that, because drinking too much water isn't necessarily good for you. It can strip you of minerals and, um, things that your body needs for absorbing hydration. And I've said this to a lot of the ladies that are like, oh, I drink so much water throughout the day and I'm still always thirsty. I always recommend trying some type of electrolyte or mineral supplementation like Element. Element is the one that I um, will recommend the most. I will leave a link to that in the show notes. I started out getting the variety pack but I love the orange salt flavor is my favorite. The one that is like citrus kind of tastes like a, like kind of like a margarita in all honesty or that kind of vibe, not necessarily a margarita, but that type of salty lime type of flavor. But I like the orange salt the best. Um, Bryce really loved the raspberry. Like I remember I brought it in my Hydra flask to T-ball and he took a drink of it and then he ran off with it. Like, this is mine, mom. So I was like, oh, that's good that he likes that. But having some sort of like mineral or electrolyte based drink, be cautious of the sugar that is in them because we've talked about blood sugar balancing on this podcast before. So that would be something technically that 
some people following 75 hard would say that's a no-go, but I say it's a yes. And as a certified nutritionist and doing some research on over hydrating, like I'm sticking by what I'm sticking by. Okay. Okay. And then following a diet. So my diet has been tracking my macros and we just had Grace on the podcast and she was an inspiration for that. Like seeing her and her clients really find food freedom and progress and goal setting. You guys know, I also had Amber Breeze, key from biceps after babies here on the podcast. And I'm like, you know, tracking macros is something that I've understood, but haven't been consistent with because it does take time to track it. And sometimes it's annoying when it's like, oh, how do I track this meal? But I'm like, this is a tool that time and time again, I've heard over and over again, be beneficial. I also know that with hormones, I want to make sure I am eating enough. I don't want to cut calories drastically. And sometimes when I take the approaches that are more lax, I tend to go very, very low calorie off the bat, which this is something a lot of women do go way too low of calorie off the bat. And that leads to like, oh, this isn't sustainable for me. But being in a moderate calorie deficit, and then the second thing, so when I say I'm tracking my macros, I'm looking at two numbers overall throughout the day. Staying around a certain calorie range, and hitting a protein goal, making sure I'm eating enough protein. Because when you are on a weight loss journey, you want to, I don't just want to lose the weight. I want to maintain the muscle mass that I have and lose body fat, inflammation, stuff like that. So I want to preserve as much muscle as I can, which means I need to prioritize my daily protein intake. So I'm really kind of lax with where my fat and my carbs land. As long as I stay around my calorie goal and I'm eating enough protein. So that is what I am tracking and it has made it really great. You know, for example, I went over to my aunt's last night, had an aunt's and cousin's night and I, you know, really pre-logged what I thought I was going to be having and it balanced out, you know, like having my shake for breakfast and then what did I do for lunch? I did like a veggie pasta and um, chicken sat like I just threw everything in a bowl and called it a chicken veggie pasta salad situation. And that kept me full and fueled. And then I went to there and I had, you know, kind of learned how to not necessarily limit my calories during the day, but to allocate. That's what I feel like I'm learning about with macro counting. And I've done some macro calculations for other people. If that is something that you are interested in, reach out to me if you are in the Feminine Edge Collective and you would love to try out this approach. I'll do that for you for free. If you're in the Feminine Edge Collective and you want your, you want like some, just a rough macro number to start off with. And that's the thing with macro counting, you guys, is you do want to be consistent with it. Stick around the certain numbers. Like for me, it's protein and calories. Give it some time and then allocate and adjust. So what day did I say I'm on with 75 hard? So I have been making sure to do this for 17 days now. I'll probably around day 21, give an honest look at like, what is my weight? Cause my goal is weight loss. What is my weight? Is it coming too fast, too slow, not happening? What have you? 
Um, how am I feeling energetically? How do I feel during my workouts? All of that stuff and like really give myself an honest look at is is this sustainable? And I have heard a lot of people do things like macro counting and um, or, or Weight Watchers or something like that for their 75 hard diet because for example, it's my birthday on Sunday. My husband and I are going out to dinner and while calculating macros when you are going out to dinner is harder because you don't necessarily know um, what how it's being prepared on the back end of things, you can you can roughly guess and I know to prioritize like probably going out to eat, it's going to be higher fat and higher carb. So when I am at home, I'm going to be prioritizing fiber and protein, right? To fill me up before going on that meal. And to me, that feels like sustainable for me right now. And then I do have that approach of right now I am in a calorie deficit and I have a set number of weeks that I'm going to be in this calorie deficit. And then when I get to a certain point, I'm going to manage maintenance and then attempt reverse dieting. And I'll probably hire somebody to help me with reverse dieting because that's where I have slipped up in ways. So even though I'm a certified nutritionist, I know a lot of the things. I do know when it is appropriate to reach out for help, right? To have somebody else's eyeballs, somebody else's, even somebody else to just be like, trust this process because reverse dieting can be such like a mind twist on that. So if you want updates on macros or how it's going with my phase of weight loss, and then you want me to update you when I'm in the phase of maintenance, when I'm in the phase of um, reverse dieting, it's probably going to be this entire like a year and a half from now I'll be I see that vision of like having this be a long-term thing you know so even after 75 hard I'm just taking it one day at a time if I make it to day 75 I'm already really proud of myself for making it to day 17. There was one day in the first week where I put off my walk I didn't walk during kind of the lunch hour and I put off my walk and we got home from a work event that my husband had and it was at the zoo and all this stuff. And I had to prioritize my walk. And I, I sat and thought like, maybe I don't need to do this. Maybe I don't need to do this. talking. And I was like, no, go do it. And when I got home from that walk, I was like, I'm so proud of myself. I know after becoming a mom and maybe not every mom is like this, but after becoming a mom, it's like I stopped following through on the promises to myself. Like when I would say things that I wanted to do or achieve or plan to do, if anything tipped the schedule out of alignment, I was like, yep, there goes my thing again. Oh, yep, there goes my thing again. I can just not do that. That's fine. But I kept, I've, I've been following through on this promise to myself and that has felt really good. And even though, because I heard a quote and this stuck with me, I hope it sticks with you. Please listen. I know we're at the end of this. You've been here with me for a while, but please hear me out when I say this, that setting the goal and attempting it, even if you don't hit it, even if you don't make it to that end goal, setting out and attempting the goal will always be worth it because of what you learn and how you grow and like at least you tried. 
Setting a fitness goal, setting a health goal, setting a business goal, a money goal, a career goal, even if it seems so out of realm and so crazy to you, but if you take one step forward in attempting it, you're becoming a better person. You're improving yourself. Whereas so many times I feel like we've set goals and then we feel like we're starting at a lower place if we didn't follow through on them or accomplish them. I see this a lot of times, especially when it comes to health and fitness, where it's like a woman wants to lose 20 pounds and she sets out for that. And in that certain duration time, she only, I'm using air quotes, only loses 10 pounds. So often she, that woman feels like, oh my gosh, like I didn't make it to 20 pounds. Instead of being like, dang, I did that. I did 10 pounds. I got rid of 10 pounds. I am 10 pounds lighter. And you can sit and be in that mindset of like, okay, I did 10, but it's not 20. Or you can be at that mindset of, I'm still 10 pounds closer to my goal than what I was when I started this situation, right? So that is all I wanted to chit chat with you guys about. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and let me know if you are liking, like what kind of episodes are your favorite? Could you do me a huge favor, you guys? It is so helpful to the podcast when you write a review, right? Like it, it helps the podcast algorithm so much. And actually I wanted to thank you guys, but because, because of you, when you type in cycle syncing into podcasting apps, mine is like one of the first ones to pop up. And that is because of your amazing reviews. No matter what the podcast, like just prioritizes the reviews. So if you could do me a favor, go to your podcast app. What you do is click on the show, Feminine Fitness, scroll down, and you should see stars. You can hit those stars if that's all you have time for. I still appreciate the heck out of that. But if you scroll down a little bit more, you'll see write a review, and it is in small print. But if you could write me a review and let me know what are your favorite episodes, I will make more of those for you. That is a way you can tell me, you you share with me what your favorite episodes are but when people are looking at the reviews of this podcast they see what kind of content they're gonna find on here so if you really do like the cycle syncing specific stuff or if you like the topic type of stuff paired with like cycle syncing how i talked about it in today's episode or if you like the chit chats, if you like when I am sharing favorites, if you like when I am ranting, if you like the nutrition episodes, if you like the um, interviews and guest shows, please let me know what your favorites are. I hope you have an amazing day and thank you so much for taking the time to listen.